Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. Welcome to Fightful. It is March 13th, 2023. I have Denise Salcedo here. We are reviewing WWE Monday Night Raw en route to WrestleMania in Denise's backyard, by the way. Uh, WrestleMania is. Uh, we're not in her backyard tonight. Uh, I mean, kind of you are, though. I mean, you are. I mean, I mean like not half of the stream backyard. is from my backyard. That's true. Okay, you know what? You're right. Um, from Denise's backyard is this stream, uh, but we're here. We're talking WWE Raw. We're talking some of the news we broke today. It was a banner day on FightfulSelect.com. Uh, we will brag about that and try to get $5 out of you later on. But hey, if you want to donate uh, before then, you can do that. Super Chats and Humper Chats. YouTube.com slash Fightful right here. Uh, not only do you get great interviews new shows, reviews every day. I ain't got to plug it. It's all there. You can get your question or statement read here on the air. You can also go to humperchats.com. That allows you to get them in uh, before we go on the air or while we're on the air as well. Our great moderator, Luis, puts them down. And we got Trey Cash uh, hitting us up about one of the stories we broke on FIFAselect.com. You, you heard it rumored or discussed or or thrown about, but uh, this is a story I'd actually been working on for about a week now. There was a pitch. About, I don't know if it was to Austin or if it was internally regarding Stone Cold Steve Austin and LA Knight, at least. This is the third WrestleMania pitch that I have personally heard of, Denise. 
There was one regarding Brock Lesnar last year that wasn't for as much money as uh, Austin would have liked, I'm sure. Well, you know he ain't taking those bumps anyway. There was one for Roman Reigns that was for a lot of money, and I think it's better for everybody that that didn't happen because what we have now is pretty good. But LA Knight, and when I think of well, who would be a good opponent or good dance partner for Stone Cold Steve Austin, I've honestly always thought that LA Knight would be a good one because of the, the charisma matchup. Like, obviously, they're not on the same cachet as far as name value or anything, but I feel like LA Knight is the kind of guy that a person who's like, let's watch that WrestleMania and see Steve Austin in the ring with this guy, they'd be like, Oh, he's pretty good, too. What did you think of when you heard about this, Denise? Not to be like a jerk or anything, but honestly, (laughs) honestly, look, when it comes to Stone Cold Steve Austin, like we're not talking just about anybody, okay? This is a guy who just, you know, came back after years and years of us never thinking we were ever going to see Stone Cold Steve Austin ever again, you know, wrestle in the ring. And then better yet, you know, to get him at WrestleMania. It's a big freaking deal. And that match with Kevin Owens was a big freaking deal. All of it was a big freaking deal. So with that being said, I would want to see him against an opponent that is a big freaking deal. Well, I I don't know if it was a match necessarily. I don't know that for sure. I regardless. I, so I assume if it's a match. Like, if it's a match, for sure, it would have to be somebody else. I'm sorry, it would have oh, to be somebody I, I would else. I like it. If it but was I mean, like a promo off, okay, this would this would actually be like a like something for LA Knight to you know show his skills and to shine. But for an actual matchup, no, I would definitely want a different opponent. I think that that could be very good, even if it led to like a quick five minute brawl. Like, I think it could be fun. I think it could be and. LA Knight ain't going to lose anything by losing to Austin either. But um, I think that LA Knight could be one of those people that makes the most out of losing to Steve Austin. Like he could let it fester and affect him. But I think people want to like LA Knight. Like people really badly like want to do the yeah thing with him. But I could see them doing yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah, what. I think eventually, Denise, the yeah chance overcome the what chance. And in promos, you have fans going, yeah, every I'm time. I'm not there yet, Sean. I don't I want, I don't, I don't chance, want to. I'm not there yet. I'm I not there him. yet at all. Like, I am so far from being there. <laughs> so far. And I'm sorry, but yeah, but look, no offense, but if I want to, if Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania, I want to see something like big time that I didn't think that we were going to get to see. You know, if anything, we're running, like, for me, I feel like, there are so many things that we have not gotten to see in wrestling that I feel like now that I'm, this is going to sound like so sad, but now that I'm getting older, I'm wanting to take advantage of seeing things before, you know, people retire, before people really well, can't, you know, come back and do things. So I would like to see, you know, Austin against somebody that or in an interaction with somebody that is, you know, a big time deal, someone that I could be really excited about and go, damn, I didn't know that was going to happen. That's so cool. Okay. Well, what do you think about the, Two of them. No. <laughs> Sean, it's not going to happen. Denise, I, I was the originator. I got you a year and a half ago with Bofa. I don't even remember. Oh, I, I got you with Bofa. Uh, oh, the Bofa one? Ago. I remember the Bofa one, oh, yeah. It was, yeah. Of course you did. Of course you did. It motivated you, Denise. 
Oh yeah. Trey says, Denise, why'd you do my boy Will like that? Every time I drove past Wendy's this weekend, I just shook my head. And then I got him twice later on. I was, I I was talking with my sister and I was telling her about it. And we were like, just like, like fucking around. We were laughing and I'm like, Hey, do you think I can get him again? We're saying that part on the stream, Denise. I'm sorry. It wasn't like a harmful F word. It was a nice F word. YouTube is, uh, sees them as all harmful. No, they actually changed the rules now, Sean. In case oh, you didn't really? know, they've updated the rules. They no longer demonetize people for naughty lo- naughty lo- language. Naughty logs? What? <laughs> naughty language. I couldn't get the language in. But they don't do that anymore. And I know this because I follow these accounts that update on everything going on YouTube related. Okay. I have a new partner manager. I should probably get to him. Yeah, go ask and see how many F, U- F words we can get in before we get demonetized. And have a little <laughs> counter for me. Yeah. But anyways, so I wasn't expecting to get Will again. And then I did. And then I felt very proud. And it gave me the confidence I needed for the day. Uh, Kaijian Chisholm says, will LA Knight have a mania match or something? That's what we're discussing now. That's what I think. He should. I honestly wouldn't hate him being like a co-host of mania if. that would I would prefer him over the Miz. Because that's what we saw earlier. Earlier was Kathy Kelly asking about a potential co-host. And then the Miz got cut off. Jambeard says, I could see it being very similar to the KO match where it started out from the KO show. Only problem is if it's a match night ain't nowhere near the level of what KO is. Well, I mean, but this isn't, this doesn't need to be a WrestleMania main event match that Austin coming out of retirement for the first time in 19 years was that. But if you guys don't remember a couple years later, I, I believe he did a segment with Eugene and Muhammad Hassan and Davari even. So it doesn't always have to be like the top thing. Yeah. So also, I wanted to ask you, have you heard anything about Pat McAfee? What's he doing for WrestleMania? I haven't. I assume they'll try to get him for, for uh, sorry, hiccup, commentary. But I don't know. Uh, Jambeard says, dear step host, is that a naughty dog? What? What? <laughs> I don't I get don't, it. Oh, a naughty log. There was a, oh, okay, okay, okay. That makes a little bit more sense. Thank you. Sir Brendo says, Sean, uh, what are those windows? Mm, you're not going to get it, Denise. God damn it. You're not going to get it. I knew I should have waited on. longer. I wasted, you'll, a good you'll, one. I wasted Denise, a good one. Denise, you'll <laughs> never get And you never I have. I was hoping you'd fall for it because of the reflections in your thing. I'm like, no maybe way. he'll think I'm talking about the Denise, reflections. Denise, you want to know where you screwed up? You were literally the person who told me not to put the fronts on those because I would get reflections. <laughs> no, but the you... light the light could be misconstrued I know. for a reflection. So I was hoping you'd fall uh-huh. for it. Uh-huh. I feel a lot there's going to be a lot of tension. Honestly, I feel yeah. a lot of pressure right now. I bet you do. I bet you do. Sir Brendo says, "Not raw specific. Are you excited for 2K23?" Well, Denise and I got to play it a little bit. Uh, rumble weekend it is installing downstairs uh in, in my living room right now so yeah i'm excited to to try it out play it see how it goes i've heard great things so far so sheldon says finish the story denise because will got you back yesterday on the after the week show yeah also, but it's two for one i got two wins yeah. and i started the whole thing so sorry will it says how is your he- injury after hitting your head on the trunk Oh, yeah, the trunk fell on my head, man. I have, like, an almost chipotle right here. You can barely tell it's going down. 
Jaden says, as a fan of Kirby's games, I can't help but to see a particular enemy and say, Waddle Dees, Waddle Dees nuts. Jonathan Corona says, whoever buys WWE, do you think they'll continue to say PLE or they'll go back to be, be saying pay-per-view? And who's going to fight Bobby at Mania? They well, Bobby better stick to PLE, by the way, because I practice really hard to get used yeah. to saying PLE. So whenever I talk to somebody like a higher up in WWE, they are very clearly like, they say it all the time, PLE, PLE, PLE. <laughs> and I've actually got a story on WWE PLEs coming to FightfulSelect.com this week. $5, best $5 in the business. Um, we Because I, I looked at their method and all of their shows, Denise, are like Montreal, Puerto Rico, uh, Saudi Arabia, London, like someplace they, they don't go. Well, I don't say they don't go often, but it, a lot of places that you know, aren't in the United States or in the case of Puerto Rico, haven't been in 18 years or their big stadium shows. They're like, not just randomly doing like, well, here's Austin, Texas. They're not, they're just not doing that. I'm, I'm happy want, about that. I, I, yeah. I like them going to new places. It feels special. Yeah. Andrew A says, bigger deal. any of you guys going to stand and deliver? Will you meet up with fans at mania? I'll pay for an autograph. Ha 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 ha. Lastly, when should we expect uh, the card for each night? My brother wants to know what day Hell in a Cell will be on. Um, they will probably let you know by probably the week before. I mean, they they announced some, like Rollins and Logan Paul is going to be night one. Uh, Reigns and Cody is going to be night two, which we expected. Um, I, I won't be at Mania. I'm flying back probably during Stand and Deliver or right before it. But uh, I'm, and I'm sure Denise will be in a press box there, but... Uh, I don't sell autographs. If you all see me, uh, just come say hi and we'll talk some wrestling or Sean something. Sean likes the attention. He'll do it for free. Yeah, I will do it for free. I get $5 out of these wonderful people, Denise. What, You're or, always like, oh, yeah, hi, I'm Sean. <laughs> I like meeting people. What's wrong? I'm Can just do saying, that? you're always like, oh, hi, I'm Sean. <laughs> <laughs> me. That's, That's me. Five dollars, please. <laughs> Meet Normus says, "Hey SRS, Denise is too shy to ask. Have you ever had a face full of pie? It's her newest kink. Oh. I was raw. I got busy with my plants. Denise, do you want to explain yourself? Have you had a full face of pie? Oh, you damn right, I have. There you go. You got the joke. Okay then. <laughs> Good for you, Denise. That's all I can say. Uh, anyway." <laughs> <laughs> It'll take too long for me to explain. <laughs> Buddy, um, I think you explained. <gasps> no. Uh, anyway, <laughs> no. Bobby Lashley posted a tweet earlier, and he said that he doesn't know who he's facing at Mania, doesn't know who it's going to be. Well, there was a uh, some, some rumors today about Bray Wyatt and FightfulSelect.com. I promise it'll be the last time I push it on this show. Subscribe. It's $5. Um Bro, just tattoo it on your forehead. I wish I could. I wish I could. I got a big-ass forehead. Let's just put it right there. $5, please. The best $5 in the business. We reported that uh, despite the rumors of Bray Wyatt having creative issues, we had this verified with a lot of people in WWE, sources that work with, with Bray. It's a, it's a physical issue. Uh, members of creative were told it was an illness. They don't know when he'll be back. Um, that That's the long and short of it. And I had people that were like, Oh, well, if it came from WWE PR, uh, Denise, I can't speak for you, but I have yet to catch WWE PR lying to me. And if they did a, a name and shame them, it just wouldn't, that's not the, the way that this necessarily works. 
you're much more likely to get a no comment or just silence than just uh, a lie. But they didn't comment on this story. These are people that that work directly with Bray. Um, so, I mean, this is you know, a lot of people that I believe that have never been wrong about that uh, before. And uh, yeah, it wasn't a PR thing. It wasn't like WWE trying to put out a fire. It was me asking a bunch of people. And every time I asked, I got the same answer. And then I got it uh, as confirmed as you can possibly get it. So uh, Bray's story is... got blown out of proportion because I logged yeah. into Twitter and it was like, Bray Wyatt walked out of WWE and I'm like, For what's sure. going on here? Like, For what sure. are you guys talking about? And then, so you know, I'm, I'm you... doing my due diligence and I'm like, okay, two and two is just not adding up with what, with what is being said and what is being, uh, what people are thinking that that means. So uh, I'll address this. Persian says, if I join select, I don't pay for super chats. No, super chats are a completely different thing, but I do a Q&A show every week where you can get questions in over there as well. Also, Grapsity does one every two weeks. So I'm going to hit you guys with the order of events here. About, I want to say a week ago, I can't remember if it was before Q&A show or if it was before the backstage report, somebody hit me up and they said, hey, Sean, Bray was supposed to be in Toronto at the live event. He wasn't there. I said, oh, okay, I'll look into that. And I started to look into it. It was very, very quiet. And it was a, well, don't want to say, say anything yet type of thing. I get a lot of production info, uh, like about WWE. If you guys notice, I post producer info, like some materials that are sent backstage notes. I get live events reports. That's why I'm able to, how I'm able to get this info about whenever WWE breaks their gate records or who's producing what match or how many segments a thing is supposed to go. I'm, a, I'm privy to a lot of that information. And one of the things was Bray's materials for, you know, Howdy or Funhouse or any of that stuff hadn't been sent since the last week of February. Well, right after that is when they used that rehashed Muscle Man dance video, if you remember. He wasn't on the show last week. It was Bobby Lashley calling him out. So Bray hasn't been appearing on these shows. If he had creative differences and walked out, they would not continue to reference him on the air after he had already missed one show. That's just not the case. And, you know, a lot of people, when I said uh, an undisclosed physical issue, they were posting pictures from early February that he had posted with like a broken finger. Well, he had wrestled numerous times since then. So it was not that like he. Just because you don't see him wrestle on TV, they use him as a live event attraction. The word attraction gets thrown around a lot. Like people are saying that about Omos. Bray Wyatt is an honest to God live event attraction where if you put on the match with LA Knight on SmackDown as a dark match, people are going to hang around and watch it. Or a live event, people are going to show up and watch it, stuff like that. So I was told it was, uh, WWE creative are told, ah, he's under the weather, ill. Don't know when he'll be back. That's that's the long and short of it. That's what creative were told. They weren't, I mean, they're going to let creative know, Hey, he walked out. He hated what you all did. He said, fuck it and left, but that's just not what happened. Um, now I, I did continue to look into that, but it was, it was constantly reiterated to me that that just wasn't the case. And, uh, 
I don't know. Uh, FightfulSelect.com, guys. It allows you to gain information like that story, the Austin LA Knight story. We have uh, tons of podcasts every single uh, week. We had like 40 last month. And uh, it allows you to ask questions on those stories, and I'll answer them directly. And if you happen to see Lufisto's tweet this morning, uh, for people that are like, well, it's just going to just gonna end up on the internet five minutes later. As you saw, sometimes when people aggregate that, they don't do it right. So just pay your pay. What happened? Bucks. I didn't see that. A ringside news had completely editorialized the story. We, we posted some of the possibilities for Jade's opponent. And we mentioned Lufisto was once in informal discussions to coach for AEW, but instead she ended up working a short tag match. Didn't end up working out ringside news. Like just like, editorialized the whole thing and posted, oh, well, she likely decided that she wanted to just wrestle instead. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We never said that because that ain't what happened. I know some more about what happened, and that wasn't it, and Lufisto called him out for it. So be careful where you get your aggregations. There are some places that are very, very good with it and some places that are very, very bad with it. Yeah, I feel like this happens constantly with ringside news. I remember the same thing happened with Naomi just not too long ago. Yeah, and I mean, I thankfully I was able to to speak with her directly and able to sort that out. But honestly, I mean, there 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 are some aggregators that I I like a lot, but there there is not one that's out there that I haven't had to be like, hey, this is incorrect. Like every single one of them has been like that, and I'm sure that we've had stuff like that too. So. Uh, if there's anything that I want to promote, it is media literacy. Always do your best to get it from the original source. I'll never fault anybody for not being able to subscribe or not wanting to subscribe. But if you're a dick about it, I'm probably going to be a dick back to you about it. How dare you pay while this information, Sean? Yeah, I got people acting like I'm I'm like posting the like cure for for COVID or something behind there. Like I got the I got the vial hidden behind there, and only How people dare you pay keep it from the people. Get it. It's wrestling news, y'all. It's all right, but I appreciate you all so much. Uh, let's go ahead and get into these super chats. JM says, the endless cycle of IWC rants is at it again. They feel sorry for Bray being uh, fired, dunking on his work, then they felt sorry again. Sheesh. I mean, I don't like his creative. I don't like the creative at all, uh, but I loved him. Come, I'm glad he's there. I think WWE is the best fit for him. But yeah, I don't think people know how to decipher the difference between not liking creative and also not wanting someone to lose their job. Just because yes. I'm like not a fan of someone or you're not a fan of someone doesn't mean or a fan of what they're doing rather on the show does not mean that you don't want for them to either stick around or, you know, go and do something. I think people need to to differentiate both of those things because uh, it's it's just hard right it's it's interesting to me and this goes with everything but that's one of the main things that i've been seeing on social media across the board and any type of subject subject is people not um different like people not really deciphering what they're reading like it, it, it it's crazy honestly it's crazy why it says uh, after seeing bobby's tweet if bray can't go who replaces him i hope triple h is thinking of solo or reed you could even get your la night match there well, to me, I don't think either one of those guys should lose to Bobby Lashley. All due respect to Bobby Lashley, I think he's great. But I see Bronson Reed as a guy who, like, this spring or summer could challenge Cody and, like, be a, a bridge-gapping feud for somebody. Solo. They've been doing good with Bronson, too. 
Yes. And we'll talk more about that later. But Solo definitely can't lose to the point to where they're not even letting Cody pin him on live events, Denise. They're doing DQ finishes at MSG for Solo Sokoa. I mean, I know a lot of people won't like this, but I kind of would like to see Lashley in the Battle Royal and him eliminate literally everybody. I think that would be kind of cool. Like, he throws every son of a bitch out, every single one of them. Because I don't know if we've ever seen that. I think that would be very, very cool. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind that. I mean, who knows what the hell is going to happen with his match at WrestleMania. And I feel like at this point, like Bobby Lashley has been such a good sport with doing whatever he's told he's going to do. You know, might as well give him a reward or something. Chaos says, if Jay White comes to WWE, would he have to get a new finisher? And if so, do you have any idea what it would be? Uh, He probably would, but uh, he's got sharp sensations too, which is those are those uh, Gary Goodridge elbows that he does. It's hard to believe he'd be able to do the Blade Runner, but, I mean, he's got other stuff that he does for sure. Uh, We've got a super chat saying, 14 years since Tess passing. What are your guys' personal thoughts on him as a talent at the time? RIP big man. I thought that Tess had, like, all the physical intangibles, especially his first run. His first run, he was big. He was more athletic than so many more people. He could do things that people his size couldn't do. I thought his theme song was an absolute banger. Yes. yes. I thought he had physical charisma that a lot of other people didn't have. I hated when, like, he he came back and he was, like, so big that he couldn't do a lot of his other stuff because – and he was still so young. But, unfortunately, that's the way that WWE at that time especially – had pressured talent to be or these oversized dudes. And I thought that like, if you plopped test 1999, 2000 test down today, Oh my God, every company would be aching to get a hold of him. He was so good. Um, well, now there, there were some psychology things that, that I think that there, there was plenty of work to be done in the ring, but I mean, he just got better and better. Um, I I, Test and Albert, that's a team I took for granted in the early 2000s. There was a team like that today. I would love them a lot, too. Um, man, Test was Test had a great big boot. What, what were your thoughts on him? So I remember, you know, when I first started watching wrestling, obviously I caught like the latter portion of his time in WWE and all of that. And I remember always just kind of thinking that, it was weird because I always felt like there was always something more like it, like we never got to really scratch the surface on Tess. Like there was always the, there could be something more. And so that's, you know, kind of unfortunate when you think about it like that. But I mean, I remember, you know, obviously the whole thing with Stephanie and the wedding and everything, all of that was always something that stood out to me. And when she's crying and telling him, you know, uh, it's whatever he's like, how could you do this? Whatever he was saying. Um, it's one of my like favorite memories uh you know when I go back and think about like funny moments and whatnot but and even then like I was re-watching all of the Wrestlemania so I was re-watching some of his stuff and and so he's kind of like recent in my in my yeah. mind lately Jane Beard says if Bobby has no one to face throw him in the Brock Omos match and make it a triple threat I, I wish I I think that would be a lot better honestly just have them do like an all-out war for like eight minutes of breaking shit I, think I would that like would be- it if they just did like something uh, and I will talk about this more later because I, you know, I feel like we'll definitely have a theory on this. But speaking of theory, I would kind of like it if they did just like a fatal four way to determine who's going to face the next 
you know, US champion or something. Sure. And they just did it on WrestleMania just to give a couple of guys a match on there, including well, Bobby guys, Lashley. We're talking about watching pay-per-views. If you want to watch pay-per-views at a much greater Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his 80s, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. A reduced rate. NordVPN.com slash fightful. Man, probably my my favorite sponsor, probably my most used sponsor is NordVPN.com slash fightful. I get UFC uh, pay-per-views at a fraction of the price by subscribing to overseas services. It's the same service that you hear about in Wired, HuffPost, BuzzFeed, Forbes, TEDx, all, all kinds of great publications. But you can get a subscription, download the NordVPN app, connect to a VPN server with the fastest VPN in the world. You can shield your data from snoops and criminals, listen to your favorite shows abroad, protect yourself on public Wi-Fi and networks, and you can secure every device you own, whether it's a phone, laptop, desktop, PC, doesn't matter. They got the NordPass password manager, the NordLocker file encryption tool. That way you can make sure that people don't get access to your files. They got 24-7 support. It's safe from disruptions with their kill switch feature. Also, it's got a global server network with 5,500 ultra-fast servers in over 60 countries. So when you change that virtual location to a different country, you get access to a whole lot more content that you otherwise wouldn't have. And right now you get a great deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee. And if you buy pay-per-views the way that so many wrestling and combat sports fans do, this is going to pay for itself almost immediately. It did the first pay-per-view that I bought, uh, UFC, those uh, things are up to 80 bucks here in the States now. And it paid for itself the first time there. And if you don't like it, 30-day money-back guarantee, there you go. Matt Scales says, Hey, Sean and Denise, just wanted to thank you both for the constant content and entertainment. Been going through a tough time lately, and it really helps. Love from Australia. Well, I hate to hear that you're going through a tough time, but I do love hearing that we help you out. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> we're talking about wrestling with you guys, and it's a blast. Like, I think I can speak for Denise in saying that it's a pretty pretty fun job to be able to talk about wrestling 
with you guys. I was about to say guys. you can't speak for me, but then you said something nice. I was like, damn. I guess you can say joke. that I spoke now, Denise. How about that one? I wasn't that funny. It was great. It was. Was great. I supposed to laugh? No, absolutely not. Ha, you don't get to laugh. Ha. You did. Why did you just laugh? Jonathan Corona kicks us off with the Edge promo. This was short and to the point. Edge was like, you made me say I quit. We're going to face each other in hell in a cell. Finn Balor teased the demon. This was supposed to happen at the Royal Rumble originally. Uh, dating back to the fall, they had planned the demon Finn Balor against Edge at the Royal Rumble, Hell in a Cell. Edge was filming a show. Didn't end up happening. There were some people that I spoke to within WWE, Denise, that were like, well, I don't know how the, the demon that we know would fit here because one primarily a baby face and this isn't a baby face and this Finn Balor is much more lighthearted than the Finn Balors that we saw working as the demon in the past where do you stand on that do you want to see the demon do this and maybe like a, a different approach like a heelish approach to the demon I definitely want to see this because when the okay. last time we saw the demon, that's when they did the whole hokey finish for with Roman Reigns, oh, right? Oh boy. Yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> I feel like I need, we need to bring the demon back so that I can have a new memory of the demon instead of the last thing we saw with the, yeah. with the whole hokey Roman Reigns finish. That was God awful. I don't even want to talk about it, but I, just, I need something to, to, to re remake me like the demon again. I like both these guys. I don't want to see some 30 minute match. Here. I was going to say that too. And I didn't want to be a jerk. And I just knew that it was going to be like a 30, 40 going, minute match. It's like a freaking year, Denise. Now I get it. Edge hasn't been around the whole time. And again, I love both of these performers, but like I'm watching like this feud and I, I bet they've had like one or two matches. It feels like they've had eight. It feels like they've had eight. I don't, well, I don't think so. I don't think have they had a, have we sat here talking about a one-on-one -on -one before? Maybe they haven't even had a one-on-one. -on -one I don't think. Match. I think they've just been like in tag team matches. I don't think I they've had a one-on-one, -on -one, have they? Denise, I feel like they've had eight of them. I really do because <laughs> I don't remember. So long. Okay, but here's my. But thing. They, they okay. They had the I Quit match at Extreme Rules, which they referenced. There you go. Oh yeah, damn. Whoops. Come on, Denise. But <laughs> damn, okay, you didn't back me up. You didn't feud. correct me right away. Here's the but whole you didn't feud. know either. Here's the feud. You had damn. Judgment Day. Okay. Yeah, you had I Judgment don't Day. Anything from Listen, rules. I'm telling you, they had Hell in a Cell last year, the mixed tag, which was when Edge was still with Judgment Day against Finn Balor. Then he faced Damian Priest at Raw. Then they did Edge and Ray against Judgment Day at Clash at the Castle. Then they had Edge and Dominic on Raw. They had Edge and Balor at Extreme Rules. They had the Royal Rumble spot in that match. Then they had Beth and Edge against Judgment Day at Elimination Chamber. So in all, you know, they had the Royal Rumble match, which is an interaction more than anything. They've had like three tag matches and one singles match against each other. So I'm I'm not that wrong. This is going to be like five, but it's not one-on-one. -on -one. So just the one-on-one -on -one was the Extreme Rules match, right? Yes. Why can't I remember that? What happened? In that match, I can't remember. Uh, that was the when when Beth was there, and guess how long that match was? It was thirty minutes long. Thirty minutes, and I can't remember anything from that match. That should pretty much tell you everything you need to know. But there is one thing that I want to say, unless you want to speak first. Mike White is on the Dolphins now. 
Denise is just crumbling. She's well, just... I'm not going to be a fan of, I'm no, I don't freaking like jump teams. Like whatever team I say, I'm going to be a fan of. That's the team I'm going to yes. be a fan of. Okay. Oh, yeah. shut up. You, you're a freaking Bengals fan. Like calm the F Yeah, down. I know. Back you're making back, it calm. seem like you're some fucking like, well, okay. Sorry. Oh, you, you mean that you mean the team that went to the Super Bowl last year? Yeah, and they went freaking to the lost. Thank God you didn't spend the money to come to LA for the Super Bowl. That would have been sad. You would have just came to watch them lose. You don't have the option of spending the money to go watch the Jets oh, play in the playoffs. Soon. I might soon. Okay, but anyways, can I just say something positive about the Edge Finn Balor things? I actually have something sure. positive to say here, and sure. so. We've been kind of talking about the Edge promos that sometimes they're either a little boring, sometimes they're outdated. I have a feeling that sometimes I feel that we get shades of good stuff with the Edge promos, okay? And today, there was a lot yeah. that I liked from Edge's promo where he's making fun of Finn Balor for being a hipster. He's calling Rhea and Dom uh, Wednesday and Pugsley, and uh, he made some other reference, and I forget what it was, but... I kind of feel like Edge, because, you know, he's a dad now. He's a cool guy, but he's also a dad. I almost yeah. feel like there's some hesitation in, like, what his presentation is going to be and what his jokes are going to be. I feel like if he's just a little bit more of what he – I don't know. Like, I feel like sometimes when he tries too hard, it doesn't work. But when he doesn't try that hard, it kind of works. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying here? Yeah, like he needs yeah. to go with his gut here. And some of the funny things that he does, um, there was some funny stuff in here. And so I kind of liked this. And I like that it was straightforward to the Hell in a Cell. But I agree with you. I don't want to see no 40-minute match. Pavement cut your hair says, which you which of you has the cuter accent? I, I uh, Probably me. Jonathan Corona says, Edge versus Demon Finn, Hell in a Cell. Ooh, that's going to hump. But hey, let's Sean, say Edge wins. Done my accent. Denise, I've moved on and I'm reading a person's paid super chat now. I just wanted to hear you do it because it's funny. What? What, me to do your accent? Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't want to. Go for it. No, don't worry. People will hear it soon enough. Uh, let's okay. say Edge wins. Do you guys want to see Edge versus Cody? That's also going to hump too. I would love to see Edge versus Cody. Like if Edge wins, Cody should challenge him and that could be a big like a big post WrestleMania yeah. match. Yeah, I agree. I would like to see that too. Cam says just got back into wrestling when the demon came back for extreme rules versus Roman and immediately got back when it was never explained why the ropes broke. Please they give never, him redemption. Wasn't it Paul? Paul Heyman? Didn't he like cut the ropes that, or something? I don't know, but it was stupid. But they did the music thing where he was like glitching or something. I don't remember. Stupid. He was doing, I don't know what, saw, some boogeyman I'm stuff. completely with Cam here. Like it was, I could see why. Somebody would get into wrestling because of Demon and then be like, this sucks afterwards. But I remember all the memes afterwards, like where people were making fun of Finn, like shaking. And they're like, he must have got the vaccine. Stuff like that. It was great. Are you still doing those videos where people go online and they're like, oh, I'm shaking? <laughs> yeah. Are those done or are they still doing them? They oh, were doing them still... like a couple months ago. Every so often. Brandon Charles Powell says, <laughs> Uh, wait, so we aren't getting Edge versus Finn 60-minute Iron Man match? Okay, that's good to hear. Oh, they will if they can, buddy. What if, no, not for Mania, but I, what if they do another one and they do a 60-minute Iron Man match? Oh, no, I don't want to see that. But um, I do want to say, because uh, Cam sent a very generous super chat, 
Like that's got to be disheartening for somebody to be like, this is cool as hell. Let, let me watch this. And then they watch it and they're like, what the, what the hell is this? That's a, such a bummer. I've said this story before. My husband's nephew was a big Finn Balor fan. He barely watches wrestling anymore. That was yeah. like his, he would have them as those wallpaper. He had the t-shirt. Yeah. He was like a full on fan. And now he doesn't even watch. We got Jambeard saying Rogers is almost in the Jets now. Both teams waiting on to see if he retires or not. Listen, he can chill in his little dark room all he wants. I don't care. I'm not concerned about a 43, 49, 52-year-old Aaron Rodgers. Do you think um, it's going to happen, Sean? I think it's possible, yeah. And then yeah, next year he'll, he'll do the same shit over and over again. So we end up getting Damian Priest and Dominic defeating Johnny Gargano and Dexter Loomis. I do like that Gargano and Loomis are teaming like as, as a regular unit, um, but they ended up helping out Edge here because they had the match scheduled. Dominic is, you know, you can say what you want, but he's working as a character right now. Like the audience is, is reacting the way that they should be reacting to Dominic at the exact time that they need to be reacting to Dominic. Like that's, that's just what's happening. I don't like his, his wrestling work. Um, don't necessarily think much of, of his, his, I think his promos are getting better, but. So, I mean, I'm still in disagreements with the Johnny Gargano, Dexter Loomis situation. I still think that okay. they should separate them. I've said, I said this on the last show. I think uh, I do think that Dexter Loomis is kind of, I don't know. It's just kind of holding back Johnny Gargano a little bit, but, but I can't really blame him. I can't really blame him entirely though, but it's part of it. I don't, I, I would rather see Johnny Gargano go out and spread his wings and do his own thing. Guys, please leave a thumbs up on this video. It helps uh, the audience find us a lot easier. I, I mean, I think the right decision here is priest and Dominic winning. I think that, that right now that they, they've got the more, they got more steam behind them. Of course. Dexter's hasn't really done much for me since coming back right now. He is very much a, like a, a side character to Gargano. Uh, I like that Candace was out there with them though. I like that. And you set up a match probably next week between Rhea and Candace because they had their interaction, which I like. I like that Candace got one up on Rhea briefly, but then Rhea's like, no, I'm the main event of WrestleMania, and I'm going to mess you up right now. So I thought that that all worked out pretty well there. It was a harmless match. The right team won, I thought. It was fine in the ring. But, I mean, it was very clear in this match who the two big workers were, and that was Damian Priest and Johnny Gargano. Yeah, um, for sure. There were, My favorite I mean, part of this match was when commentary said that they were going to do a Netflix documentary on, on Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> Oh, Jesus That Christ. was my favorite part of the whole thing. Backstage, we see the damage control had attacked Trish, and then we saw an interview with Trish, Becky, and Lita. Trish was pissed. She was and spicy. K775 says, did they start planting the seeds of a Trish heel turn tonight? I don't know about that, but I mean, I think it's going to happen. I definitely think it's going to happen. That's what I was hinting at sort of weeks ago. I mean, I think that is also a great summer feud for Becky Lynch if that happens. But... This was a natural progression of this story without getting them out in front of the crowd. Um, if I got flown in to do this, I would be pretty pissed. I'd be like, we couldn't have filmed this last week. 
That's uh, backstage. True. I would I'd be annoyed if that were the case. Um, I didn't even think about that. And they all looked annoyed. I don't know if it was at that, but I'd be like, that's what AEW does a lot. Like if you see some of those backstage segments and you don't see somebody in front of the crowd, there's a very, very good chance that they filmed that the week before and they just didn't waste the money flying those people in and gave them the week off. And they're probably pretty happy about it. But RS says Trish is such a better worker than Lita. There has to be a strategy behind choosing her to win the tag titles with Bex. Do you think there's a long-term plan with Trish and Bex? Yes, I do believe there's a long-term plan there. Um, I think that this is strategic. And, I mean, sometimes it's better to have maybe the, the less strong worker have somebody like Becky Lynch working with them. You see that in tag teams all the time. I mean, AJ and Omos. AJ was the worker there. Lita has not worked regularly in... 16 17 years what did you think of what we saw tonight out of uh these six denise i think that you know it's been i'm a big fan of becky and lita teaming together and i've been a big fan of it mainly because i just like both women but i do recognize that you know unfortunately lita's performance hasn't been you know super crisp or anything like that but it's but i feel like I, I feel like for Lita, you know, come on, like she was, you know, was not wrestling for such a long time. And so I don't want to like, you know, really, I don't really want to, I don't really want to like blast her like that, you know, because I just feel like, you know, she's went back and she's doing this and she's going out there. She's going for it. And I applaud that. And I really, really like Lita and I love this pairing and I feel like they can do so much like in terms of like the character dynamic, I think they can have a lot of fun with this and we can see even something, another, a new layer of Becky Lynch out of this because we've seen a lot of, you know, what Becky Lynch is on her own. We really haven't seen all that much of who Becky Lynch is when she's tied in with somebody else and, or with the group. And so for me, I feel like this is kind of an opportunity to get to see that. And then with Trish Stratus, uh, she kind of, uh, you know, it's been such a long time since we've seen her really. So for, for her, for today when she was you know pretty she's she came in with a lot of attitude like i said she was very feisty and i kind of like that it kind of was the thing where i was watching and trish and the way that she acted was like the thing that kind of like woke me up in terms of oh my god i'm gonna pay attention more because of the way that trish is acting so i really liked that but look again i do think that there's a good I, I hope, I really do hope that they do a program with Trish Stratus and either Becky Lynch or whoever else. Uh, hell, maybe even throw Bianca Belair in there because she's doing so great. And I would want to kind of see her mixed in with some of, you know, these legends. But um, again, I feel like for me, the nostalgia is really kind of the reason why I'm interested more so than anything else. We also saw a movie trailer that featured Rhea Ripley and John Cena, the voice of John Cena, which was great because there were some. It took me like 10 me seconds references. to realize I was listening to John Cena. I was like, that guy sounds like John Cena. Oh shit, it's John Cena. <laughs> I wasn't expecting John Cena's voice. How did you not know, Denise? I just wasn't expecting it. It was like a second where I was just like watching and then it hit me just a little slowly. I'm sorry. <sighs> well, what? Rhea Ripley was was in the, the trailer and we got who was it that where where is their super chat at right here where they mentioned that it was listed as the main event for WrestleMania. 
did you put anything into that or do you think that was just them being like oh main event uh, like like they used to do which they have leaned out of if you've noticed they did do that since cm punk has done the uh did the interview where he said not every match is the main event of wrestlemania they haven't leaned into saying like oh we got five main events at wrestlemania did Usually they have Cody do that recently for something? Well, I don't know, but he's like, there's one, there's two nights now. So I don't know. Um, I feel, I, I feel like Bianca and Rhea would have been like slam dunk. Yeah. Hell, hell yeah. Main event. I think there's a lot of indifference over the Charlotte thing because they just brought her back and she won the title immediately. And it's like, oh, all right. And Rhea will get cheered over Charlotte. That's going to happen. Like, by by far. I am totally okay with having Rhea Ripley and Charlotte as the main event, by okay. the way. I have no issue with that. Tamela Unless says, something, like, bigger and hotter happens. and Or they book something that I consider bigger or hotter, that we consider bigger and hotter, that, okay, then, yeah, sure. But right now, based on what we know is happening, I'm completely okay with this being main event of night one. Tamel says the demon Finn uh, is the beginning of Roman's God mode. He defeated the demon. That is also true. That is a very, very good point. That is a bit of a full circle thing. And I'm sure that I'm sure that Finn Balor could bring up something that could give a reason as to why that changed the demon. I'm sure he could do good. Andrew says, are you tired of scouring the internet for juicy wrestling news? Look no further. Join FightfulSelect.com for just $5 and get access to exclusive insider info. Plus, you'll finally have a reason to use that old gift card your grandma gave you. And I think he's implying that came from chat GPT, which is like an automated gimmick. I don't think you can use gift cards. I wish you could. Uh, every, every month, I send a list of pitches to Patreon. And I keep saying, let people gift subscriptions. Let them... Uh, package them let us do free trials and not not yet jambeard says the two opening spots are almost as big so who should open both nights so i had i had i have an answer for this i have two answers actually one is um gunther and whoever he ends up facing if they do the triple threat or the singles it doesn't matter i would say that would be a great opener and the other one is uh seth rollins and logan paul because of their fast-paced style i feel that they would be a phenomenal opener to wrestlemania i and if you just to offer something alternate i think bianca belair and oscar unless they unless they happen to main event or something because i think that one has a lot of intrigue i think that could be very very good that one could main event I think Bianca. I think Bianca's I don't think last the feud's two hot enough though, but the feud's not hot enough. Oh, absolutely not hot enough. But I think that Bianca's WrestleMania performances alone can justify something like that. True. Um, true. Pavement cut your hair says, "What did you think of WWE backstage? I miss it. I don't think that I watched it. I watched honestly. a couple of. I I watched. I don't want to say episodes. I watched segments rather on the YouTube yeah. channel. There you go. Brock Lesnar and Omos get face to face. And Omos intimidates Brock and kind of flubs throwing him over the top rope. This is not a good build. Maybe the match will be good. You're getting some guns there, Denise. Look at you. You don't get the joke that I was doing. No. Don't, and I've not been working out. Now you're just calling my arms huge. So now I feel self-conscious. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> no. Oh, brother. Because, because Omos did his fisting again to the to, – and I was trying to like – you know, I was, this was like, this was Omaz and my face was Brock. 
I was recreating the image. Well, this build sucks. I'm sure the match will be a good five-minute car crash of two big men just throwing each other into shit. But that does not mean I got to like the idea of the match. It doesn't mean I got to like the build of the match. It doesn't mean that I got to like the, the theory of the match or anything like that. It ain't interesting to me. Oh, no, Brock faces big man. Guess what? I saw that in 2000 and was it two? Against a guy named The Big Show. I've seen that before. I've seen Brock Lesnar, a smaller, leaner Brock Lesnar, F5, The Big Show. And like I said, we already saw Bobby Lashley, Omaz. But anyways, with that being said, though. Every time I read a super chat. Well, because you don't let me actually talk about the segment. I haven't well, said anything about, about it. it. I'm about trying it, to. Okay, so with this, with Brock and Omaz, <laughs> for me, look, I went into this with 0% interest. If I could say negative 100, I'd give it negative 100% interest, okay? Yeah. And But the crowd going out there and chanting, holy shit, <laughs> In an ironic way, I am presume it was ironic. I think the <laughs> chant was supposed to be ironic. I don't really think they really meant the holy shit unless I read that chant. I, I don't wrong. care what they meant. I disagree with it regardless. Well, whatever. The point is that I'm at least 0.1% interested now. If Brock does a shooting star press and lands it, I'll be interested. We have a super chat that says petition to name almost fans, almost sapiens from here on out. They, they do call themselves that DDM says, please abandon ship on Brock and Omos. He couldn't even clear Brock over the ropes clean. I love Bianca and Oscar, but this build is losing me. Uh, yeah. We'll talk more about that one, but I'm with you on Brock and Omos. Super chat that says Pitbull should definitely open night too. Let's give people the green light once more. They love flow rider. WWE loves. Wait, were we talking about artists opening the show? No. Because I I was talking about opening matches. That's what we were talking about. This person was just joking. Oh, okay. Cody Rhodes. (laughs) Cody Rhodes defeated LA Knight. This is until the finish, like that big Cody cutter. This felt like a very like NWA 1980s, like WCW Saturday night type of match. And I'm I'm there for that. Uh, I like that. Cody is getting some elevation on these Cody cutters. Like he's just defying gravity. He just decided to run up the turnbuckles and hit these damn things. I thought the match was pretty solid. I Cody beating LA Knight. Like, sure, why not? You're getting Cody wins on TV. Also, you know, you do want him to be in the ring somewhat regularly before WrestleMania because you don't want him to go in the ring. And unfortunately, the same thing happened where he gets injured, which doesn't seem to happen to him a lot in the ring. But also, you want him to get the reps in because he didn't get to wrestle for a, a while. What do you think of the match? And, and I'm, I assume you're you're happy with Cody winning this one. I'm very happy with Cody with Cody winning this one. But this is not my kind of match. This is not the kind of matches that I gravitate towards. Um, I found this to be very a very very generic match. White people, right? Is that it? What are you trying to start, Sean? That was like the furthest thing from my mind. Look, this is just not the type of wrestling. This match was not the type of match that I find myself going, oh, that was good. wonder why that is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just thought it was like the ultimate mid-match ever. 
not bad, not great, nothing to talk just, about. Just lather it up in mayo, huh? <laughs> Why are you trying to make me seem like I'm some sort of like, I don't know what you're trying to make me seem to Make be. you seem like or just highlighting what, what you're saying? Because here. I didn't like Cody Rhodes versus LA Knight. I'm not going to pretend to like something. Oh, I know. <laughs> and I let's let I be, I truly believe that you really disliked this, Denise. No, for, I didn't dislike it. You're making it seem like I thought it was horrendous. Well, don't it change your mind like now, me. Denise. You want me to you want to hear my Denise voice? Don't no, don't change your mind now, Denise. It sounds exactly like your voice. You didn't make any difference. Don't change your mind now, Denise. No, that's me making your voice now. You can't do my voice. Oh, I can do your voice. I'll trust me. Okay, do it. Soon, soon it'll happen. When you least suspect it. Okay. When you least suspect it. Board dude says nighttime is the right time. The man has all the Kavorka? Yeah. I don't know what that means at all. I don't know what that means at all. I can't but see. hey, glad that you like LA night. I, I enjoy it too. Uh Anir says. Hope you're well, guys. What are your thoughts on all these reports suggesting that Reigns is retaining at Mania? The odds have also shifted. Can you corroborate them? Very disappointing outcome. That's the one hampering my interest in the show. If you want me to say, like, if you want to hear me out for one thing, don't pay attention to the betting odds. Those are for entertainment purposes only. You can't even get real action on those. And in fact, I have had to email these odds makers in the past to say, hey, this match was literally taped two days ago and you have the wrong winner listed. They Yes, this has happened twice. Twice where they sent me tribute to the troops result or betting odds and the wrong person was favored. And I'm thinking, well, it's a good thing y'all can't take action on it because one, I wouldn't say shit to them. I'd let people make their money. But, Wait, do they do betting odds for all the shows? I thought it was just for the pay-per-views. A lot. Sometimes. Sometimes they'll do it for like big Raw matches or, or something like that. But like special events. Yeah, like they'll, they'll do that sometimes. Oh. But they want us to run them because, you know, they want our link on their website and all that stuff. Uh, Kim Gray says, Cody had me ready to run through a brick wall for him tonight. Just point me where to go. Cut a great promo. Such a badass babyface promo. There were people that honestly doubted if Cody would work as a babyface in WWE because of what we saw in AEW. He has worked just seamlessly. And now he's working in cohesion with the guy that a lot of people were like, this person should replace him in the main event of Mania. Cody has worked it very, very well and not let it at least outwardly get to him. And I think he's persevered incredibly well and is building to this incredibly well they're talking he's talking about it's not personal he's like yeah you made it personal and that's what i think this feud needed it needed to be personal because we've already got you know oscar and bianca smiling at each other we got Rhea and charlotte doing the face off i'll beat you no i'll beat you we needed something that was personal and this one is personal denise this Cody Rhodes promo was great. You see, I'm not a hater. No, this was honestly really good. Um, uh, I thought well, that. I'm sorry, I just Cody's, didn't like Cody's, the match. Cody's not completely white. I'll just say that. <laughs> Anyways, so Cody, uh, basically going out there, and when he said that, you know, 
he hasn't held, you know, the, that he, that he was, uh, you know, he wasn't the prince of the industry. He has no crown. He has no, this, no, that, and all of the, everything that he was saying, that was really good. I thought him just basically being so passionate about how he's waited his whole life and, you know, he doesn't want to wait anymore. Um, it's just very easy to be like, it's very easy to get excited for the match when Cody basically gets like riled up about it and passionate about it. It's a really great way to promote the matchup. Yeah, I felt that they did incredibly well. Cody especially just did unbelievably well tonight. SAS says, with Roman's two-year reign and the possible deunification of the titles, do you think one of the world titles will change hands frequently to make up for lack of new champions? Well, I hope they do de-unify them at some point um now that we're here i'm kind of glad things are going the way that they are but what i don't want to see is what we've seen so many times where one person wins two belts denise and that is one one gets vacated immediately or two the person loses the other one really quickly i don't want to see that yeah same also roman's like at two and a half years now Anir says, hope you're well, guys. What are your thoughts? Oh, well, we already uh, already read that one. I think Cody's winning. Jambeard says, feels like Denise is calling this the ranch dressing of a match plain and white. No, this is this is this match was the way that Sean needs his salad. No, no sauce, nothing. You just freaking eat the lettuce. <laughs> no, I if I mean most places don't have like sweet onion sauce or anything like that. I like. Bro, sweet I onion. saw you eat your salad with nothing on it. I wanted to yeah. cry when I saw that. Yeah. So that's when I realized I was like, me and Sean, we ain't the same. <laughs> I was low key judging you I, inside my head. <laughs> I discovered a taste for that, like when I cut weight for wrestling or MMA, because. You can't have like anything, and How I kind of liked just it. Have the lettuce, though, I kind of like it. wasn't It wasn't just lettuce, bro. It might as well be. There was like there was like you egg might as well and bacon. Just go and outside cheese. and start munching on the grass. <laughs> you egg were and eating bacon someone's garden. There was stuff in there. There were tomatoes in there. There were sauce. cucumbers in there. Cucumbers. Wow, <laughs> cucumbers. You go, Sean. There were things in there. <laughs> odds aside are you hearing one way or another on reports of claims that reigns is winning no not absolutely not i have not heard that at all uh like so i mean I, i've heard people discussing it but i haven't heard anybody in the company being like yeah that's happening people assume cody's winning but i would be kind of pissed if he did it not because i dislike roman or anything like yeah. that but because it's time and if they don't do it right now i'll be like damn yeah. when are you gonna like this was it don't miss the boat again i don't want to go on another one of those <laughs> miss the moment rants bronson reed crushes elias we have an interview with bronson reed up today where he talks about canada he talks about his badass finishing move talked about how his time away from wwe made him want to be in wwe even more Please check that out, youtube.com slash Fightful and podcast platforms everywhere. Joel Pearl did a great job on that one. Uh, I also have an interview with Brian Williams of 2K that went up. We got just tons of stuff for you guys. Interviews nonstop. We'll have more interviews this year than we've had ever at Fightful. But Bronson crushes Elias while Rick Boogs takes notes. Uh, Rick Boogs is, is like from a physical standpoint, a very funny body language performer and i think he does that very very well elias's new gimmick is that he just sucks really bad he's not good um and bronson's gimmick is that he's very good in fact 
So I thought that everybody kind of played their role well here. Elias didn't need to win because that's his gimmick. Bronson did because that's his. And Boogs is out there like, do I want to be like him or what? I thought this worked out fine. I have a hot take, an unpopular opinion. I miss Ezekiel. I was more entertained with Ezekiel. Not even going to lie. Hard for me to disagree with that one. You got Astros J saying Rhea versus Charlotte is ice cold. Sammy KO tag match is way hotter for the main event. Bianca Asuka is a hotter match. I'd say Trish Lita first main in years is a better option, similar to Stone Cold last year. Okay, that's different because Lita literally wrestled a couple weeks ago. Trish wrestled a few years ago. This was Stone Cold Steve Austin, the biggest star in wrestling history, coming back for his first match in 19 years unadvertised so this that was I, I would not put that anywhere near the same level and there's no stakes in that match either so that doesn't help uh bianca and oscar i just don't think that's i think the match is going to be unbelievable i think the build has been abysmal and we'll talk about that later pavement cut your hair says match of the night mvp grunt of the night i don't know about grunt of the night but the mvp i would say the mvp of tonight. Yeah, the MVP of tonight, I'd probably say is Cody, honestly. Yeah, I can't think of anybody else. I mean, well, Bronson Reed did have a really nice little quick victory. I like his elbow. I like his splash. I think KO and Solo had the match I'll remember the most. Um, We have the Rey Mysterio promo. Dominic comes out, tries to challenge him. Rey won't have it. Uh, we have a super chat where that says Mysterio being inducted into the Hall of Fame is great and all, but the American males are so long overdue for an induction, still jamming to their theme to this day. Uh, Denise, I mean, we main evented a show with a member of the American males, Buff Bagwell, last year. Scotty Riggs follows me on Twitter. Uh, Ray still passing up the Dominic thing. I feel like instead of Ray versus Dominic, which you know seems like a natural culmination. I think we might end up getting Ray and Santos against Damian and Dominic, which I think one will protect Dominic a little bit from his deficiencies. And two, I think it'll be a banger of a match. I think it'll be great. So, you know, what's funny is that that was my original thought on what I thought the match was going to be a tag team match with those parties involved. And recently I've switched over to thinking that it is just going to be the singles match between Ray and Dom. Uh, I actually kind of, I, I, I would look, I would be fine with either option, but curiosity, I'm more intrigued by what Rey Mysterio versus Dominic would actually look like. And I think that's why I kind of prefer that particular matchup, just because I'm curious to see what it would look like. And that brings RS to saying thoughts on Keebler in the Hall of Fame. And also, who is Flair announcing on Wednesday? Is it the Great Muda? Uh, FightfulSelect.com reported last week in our little select portions update that the Great Muda had been pitched backstage as a Hall of Fame inductee. Uh, I hope that's who it is. That would make an awful lot of sense. Uh, Fun fact, the first three people I ever saw in a wrestling ring were Great Muda, Ric Flair, and Sting. Ric Flair had his last match last year. Uh, You had the great Muda finishing up his career just weeks ago. And sting was a part of that. 
I think that would be good. Uh, I think Stacy Keebler absolutely belongs in the Hall of Fame because completely separate of like in ring or longevity or anything like that. She was able to transcend wrestling a little bit, like not to the level which some people did, but I mean, still she did very, very well at transcending wrestling. I thought. So have the, how many, did have they ever done any of the announcements for the hall of fame induct inductees on the bump? I don't remember. It's always been on the main I don't show. Think so. hasn't it? I don't think so, but I, I had heard they were scaling it back a bit as well. I kind of thought but... that was a little interesting. Uh, I, I personally, Sean, if you were being inducted into the Hall of Fame, like wouldn't you want it to be announced on Raw or SmackDown? Yep. Kind of feels yep. like I, I personally, I would want my announcement on Raw or yeah. SmackDown. Brandon Charles Powell says, will Dominic attack Conan or something at the Hall of Fame to set up a mania match with Ray? I don't know like where Conan is physically. I have no idea. But I mean, I think that would be a great way to set up the match with Ray. Like that could be like the thing that got him to do it. Like, I feel like they're going to do it. Like they're going to run an angle. I wish they didn't, but I know they're gonna. Yeah. Got the Austin Theory, John Cena video. RS says, does Theory pull the Nikki Bella card in this feud? They always tend to do it with Cena. I mean, didn't Cena just get married? Like, I he got married me, a while back. He actually got married before Nikki Bella. Yeah. So, to me, it's like it's a. I don't know if LOL. You and your ex had an amicable split and are both very happy now. I don't know how that. Like, it might get some O's from the crowd, but I'm just like, given that look, he has to burn. He if he's gonna try to get John Cena back, I feel like you got to go with the lowest hanging fruit. And what is it? What is it? It would probably be that. Really? I think so. I, I don't know. It does seem like something Austin Theory's character would do. Right? I mean, I don't think I mean, I don't think it makes sense right now because they've both moved on and they're so happy and it would kind of be a little bit messed up for Nikki too because, you know. Yeah. You know, and and for and for, you know, John Cena's new if, wife, it would be a little if messed I up. If I were yeah, I would want all parties to agree that it was okay. I mean, WWE still does business with Nikki Bella. So Antoine says, what about sending Dom to NXT for Mello, who is ready? Well, I'm ready to see what happens at Stand and Deliver first, because who knows? We could get the start of like a pretty good feud here out of uh, Braun Breaker and Mello. I think right now what Dom's doing is working on the main roster. I think that right now you got you to rock with it. I think worst case scenario right now, you have Dom do exactly what he's doing, which is barely wrestling in these tag matches getting the heat in the pin and helping. I mean, right now Dom is objectively helping three really good performers get more heat. So um, I'm okay with that in the future, but right now I'd want Dominic to stay theory and the profits argue backstage because the profits are making fun of uh, theory <laughs> calling him like baby Cena, stuff like that. So, Montez kind of makes the challenge, but it ends up being Angelo after after Austin Theory disrespects him that gets the match. Theory wins, but we got Montez next week. This is this you know makes a little bit of sense. Like you're setting up a few because John Cena ain't gonna be there. Like could have filmed something backstage, maybe. Um, that, that I don't know why they don't ever do that. Like, hey Cena, you're here. Do you want to film something that will maybe run next week? on the show or something like why why not but uh what'd you think of the, the theory profits thing and the the match 
So they announced a match already for next week, right? Montez and Theory. Is it for the title? I don't think so. Okay, because my whole thing that I would like to see is after we get Theory and Cena, because I'm assuming Theory is going to retain, um, I would like for Montez Ford to be like his first challenger and then have a program. I would like to see Montez Ford become U.S. champion, but ideally I would like it to be, I would like that to be his first challenger coming off of that uh, Cena victory. I would love that too. I thought the match, the match was good. Angelo Dawkins is so good. Austin Theory gets better every single week. He's coming into his own even more. I, I, I'll say this every week. I want the Street Profits to do more singles stuff. I don't want them to split. I think they are great for each other. I think one being each other's like biggest cheerleader, hype man, friend, like supporter helps a lot. I think that would be really, really great. Pavement Cut Your Hair says uh, Brock versus Montez Ford instead, please. God, I would love that match. I would love that match. Gable's backstage looking for Otis. I loved all of this, Denise. Uh, Gable is backstage looking for Otis everywhere. And he's like, Miz, have you seen have you seen Otis? And Miz is like, I just got here and I don't travel with him. No, go make a flyer. And Gable's like, all right. Well, FightfulSelect.com, the best $5 in the business, reported that they were actually preparing flyers for tonight's show, and Gable was looking for Otis, and then he finds him doing a photo shoot with Maximum Male Models, and he's really into it. And he's like, weren't you all supposed to have a match, which was supposed to be against the OC? FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business, had reported, I think last night, that those plans were already nixed by this weekend. And Maximum Male Models were like, I think they said they weren't like facially cleared to wrestle tonight or something. They weren't cosmetically cleared. Cosmetically cleared. It was a really good line. I, I, I want to steal that. I'm not cosmetically cleared. Man, swap. I'm so going to steal that. That was a really good. Whoever came up with that uh, deserves a pat on the back. I love this bullshit so much. I don't care how dumb it is, Denise. I love it. For me, it depends. Like, now that they're mixing in Otis, it's okay because Otis is just so naturally funny and the way that he was, he was all like oiled up and stuff. And then, and what's Chad Gable broke? Um, God, what do they call Monsoir's? Monsoir's. Monsoir's camera. That was pretty funny. I loved it. God damn, I loved it so much. Uh, Jonathan Corona said, <laughs> nice seeing Chad wearing the American Alpha jacket. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, it is. Uh, I I had an interview with Chad Gable that went up recently where he talked about Jason Jordan producing his matches as well. It was was a good time. RS says, Vince interferes in Cena theory. That sounds terrible. That sounds horrible. Uh, I don't want that at all. After last year's WrestleMania stunner? I don't know. Jambeard says, I'd have Cena beat theory. Then on the Raw after Mania, a returning Cardona beats Cena. Then starts a feud with Theory over the U.S. title. I would love to see Matt Cardona back in WWE. Um, I I want to see him be more of what we've seen outside of WWE, though, because they dropped the ball with him so right. many times that it and was he just found what worked ridiculous. for him. That it was just yeah ridiculous. Uh, guys, leave us a thumbs up. Get your super chats and humper chats in. Got a longer show than usual tonight. I know Denise is happy about that, but you know what? Sometimes, Denise, I caught you almost yawning a couple times. Sometimes you need that energy. 
And athleticgreens.com slash Fightful is helping you get that energy. It's a drinkable multivitamin, and you want a drinkable multivitamin. Just put it in eight ounces of water, whether it's uh, one of the great travel packs they have or a scoop from their pouch, and you get comprehensive nutrition in one simple scoop. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients that build a healthy daily habit in one minute per day. It helps promote gut health, supports immunity, boosts energy, and more. It's backed by their scientific advisory board. Like I said, it's got those pre and probiotics to support that gut health, enhance nutrient absorption, and effectively support your immune system. They have that phytonutrient blend from nutrient-dense superfoods that build the foundation of whole body health beyond basic nutrition by supporting the microbiome and key bodily systems. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. You're going to get a great deal. You're going to get not only that, you're going to get their uh, five free travel packs plus vitamin D as well. AG1 is so much more than just greens. It's got that immunity support as well with vitamins and minerals that are the key to a well-functioning nervous system and building immunity. Their formula also contains immune-supporting mushrooms and, again, that digestive support as well. You want to drink your multivitamin as opposed to eating a tablet. It absorbs much better. Drink it first thing in the morning, and you're good to go. All those those gaps in your diet that you're looking to fill sometimes, don't have to worry about it anymore. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful, AG1. Our friend Rob Wilkins says, uh, listen to the select Q&A in the middle of Minneapolis traffic today. Did I pop at Sean selling a Time Life Absolute Country CD? Yes, coexisting. You're selling country music? There was a person who sent in a question and their name was Absolute County. And I thought it said Absolute Country. And it sounded like one of those you know, those albums that you would see infomercials on where it's like, check oh, out I Absolute Country. Here from Randy Travis. I'm going to love you forever. That bullshit. Here from Garth Brooks. Here from Alan Jackson. Absolute Country. At like three in the morning when you can't sleep. Oh, but you can sleep after that shit for sure. Joseph McLean says, if WWE has Jay White, how long do they realistically hold him off? Mania weekend at the latest Raw or SmackDown after Mania, Denise. Hopefully, hopefully Raw because I'm going to be there. there <laughs> so go. selfishly. We see Seth freaking Rollins backstage being interviewed and uh he's got the miz with him but they are approached by baron not freaking corbin and he says you know what i can help you train i was a golden gloves boxer which is a great approach i love that and seth's like no absolutely not and then corbin says well i'd probably knock you out anyway i thought this was a a common sense setup for a match like bum ass corbin is looking for work he's boxed before that's something that we know about him and then he takes offense to it they have a match i loved how they ended this segment with rollins launching off of miz and stomping corbin and boy did he stomp corbin he smushed his little head into that mat so goddamn hard denise so is Miz going to have a co-host? Because I hope they bring in like a really cool celebrity. 
Like one that I know. Who do you think? I don't know. I was thinking maybe like, that's what I was asking you earlier about Pat McAfee. I feel like he would probably be good in that spot. I do think that would be good. I think yeah, that would be really he's great. Yeah, because funny. Yeah. You that want seems like a really, funny. That seems like a really, really good spot. Um, <laughs> I just hope it's not one of those celebrities that like I don't know and it's like, womp, womp. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the match? It was fine. Everything was fine. I, I didn't hate any of this. I thought... <sighs> Yeah, that's all I've got. Honestly, I'm trying to think of something different to give to this one, but I've got nothing. I've got nothing. Also, I mean, uh, Luis points this out in the chat. Snoop Dogg was on the poster. Yeah. For WrestleMania. And he does do a lot of hosting. He did a lot of hosting for um, what was yeah. it? America's no, it's not America's Got Talent. America something with Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Look at the super chat. This is a little. Too much. By the way, Jane Beard says Snoop Dogg on the poster, not him. Like, I can't even joke about this. I just feel bad. So, Sean, you support your sponsors so well. Denise doesn't. You should find her till she supports her sponsors by caring a bit. Sean rocks, not Denise. Like, I just feel, I just feel bad about that one. Why? Damn. Sean, if someone pays their money to tell you how much they hate you, I don't know what to tell you. You're kind of winning. And it goes to show so. it goes to show what other people are probably dealing with. <laughs> Jesus. I don't have an issue with that, Sean. <laughs> What's the percentage Wood says? Other than Jay White, is there anybody else you realistically believe could end up in WWE in the next few months? I know the sales process might complicate things. I think the sales comp process complicated things. I don't think that there's going to be a heavy amount of hires right now. Um, but Rollins and Corbin, what'd you, what'd you think of that? Didn't we just talk about it? I yeah. just talked about it. Didn't I just talk about it? No, no, no. I had nothing to add for this one, Sean. I had Damn. nothing to add for this one. Like fast forward this one. <laughs> Pavement cut your hair says, speaking of cucumbers, can you do an impression of what Undertaker's one dead man show and autograph signings are? probably like please no this is not the tuesday show that's where you you can go on the tuesday show and get that all the time that is not that's not a a bit that we do here um surely undertaker can't hate cucumbers that much though rs says vanessa hudgens and snoop playing with the big golden belt could be uh in line to be hosts get involved with ms and maurice big fan of vanessa that belt that they've been like carrying around it looks better than the regular belt have you seen that thing? Which belt? Oh, the one gosh, that Hasbula had? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw the picture of Hasbula, but I didn't pay attention to the belt, though. Because yeah, I, I, I like thought it was cute because he was calling out the rock. Well, I mean, it's popped up like Snoop Dogg has had it. Um, uh, God, I think uh, Pete Davidson had it. Like, there, there were a few people that were running around with it, but it is a beautiful championship belt. I think it looks... Uh, better than the one that they've got shiny. on yeah it it looks amazing i want to find uh a good picture of it just go to hasbulla's twitter account it was like twitter the account. third to got, last post that he posted i got google bro okay there you go look at that thing that oh thing yeah i've seen that beauty wonderful and i mean obviously there's snoop dogg at the launch party so it's probably him bianca belair defeated chelsea green 
afterwards Carmella attacks. This wasn't like the strongest match or anything, but uh, this was the natural progression. Carmella and Chelsea. Carmella and Chelsea still a unit, which I like. I don't want to see a can they coexist match with Asuka and Bianca Belair. I don't like, okay. So I, Bianca has handled each one of them individually. Asuka has sprayed mist into Chelsea Green's face. There have been like no wins on the part of Carmella and Chelsea. Why do these two women care? And you know what else I don't like? We talk about the Bray Wyatt creative, and now Asuka is in almost the same boat. She comes out. She smiles. You got the, 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 the dye in her mouth. At least when a shitty horror movie comes out, it's just like once every year or two. We see the same like four-minute shitty horror movie. Every week they book Asuka or Bray Wyatt on TV. It ain't, it's never anything that different. Oh, she smiled and she's got dye in her mouth. Can we get a new idea? Can we do something else? We get it. She chewed her little tablet before, and she's intimidating. There's so much more that can be unlocked with this character on this run specifically. But I'm still sitting here watching the same thing. These two women deserve so much more than the creative that is presented to them. And I had people say, oh, well, they're both baby faces. You got to be careful. John Moxley and Hangman Page are both baby faces. Guess what they did? They beat the living shit out of each other every single week. I would love to see Asuka and Bianca beating the living shit out of each other instead of. Ah! Same shit. So, I mean, I've literally been saying this from the very beginning and I kind of feel bad because I knew this is exactly what we were going to get, Sean. I knew the second they just decided to put whoever, like everybody that they put in the elimination chamber, I knew the second that they announced the people that were going to be in the elimination chamber, I knew that they pretty much had given up on actually building a legitimate story. And then I thought, okay, well, I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to give it a chance. And the second that Oscar wins, I'm expecting for this thing to heat up. It never did. And it kept going and going and nothing ever actually happened. So I feel like I saw this coming from the second that this match was announced at Elimination Chamber when they said that this was how they were going to decide Bianca Belair's opponent. And I even kind of felt a little bad because I saw everybody was like really excited. And I started thinking like, why is everyone so excited? Like, we're not going to get anything like super major here. I could tell already. You saw it like a mile away. So for me, I kind of feel like this is just like same exact thing thought that I've had from the very beginning. I know the match is going to be good, but they haven't done anything in between to actually make you care about the feud. So that is the one, that's the major thing that I feel is taken from it. And I hate that because I'm an Oscar fan. I think a lot of people here are Oscar fans. I think a lot of people are rooting for Oscar. And then you're kind of not giving us any, like, when she comes out and you, like you said, you have her do the little tablet thing and the, and the teeth are different color and all of this, it, it's not, after you've seen it once, you've seen it twice, you need to see something a little bit different, right? 
So that's where I'm at on that. And then, but I will say this though, when she came out and she freaking kicked Chelsea in the face, that was great. That was my favorite thing from everything, from the match, everything that happened. Cause that was freaking funny when they were just both attacking Chelsea Green. That was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I feel bad because it's making it like, it's hard to get behind the story, even though you care about both of these competitors. I like Shane's idea. He says Oscar should have missed it, Bianca when she gave the belt back. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. I would just love to see these two people act like they want to fight each other um, for some reason. And you know what? Asuka misting Bianca from the start would have done that. Uh, Bianca does not like being embarrassed. She's not going to be humiliated at all. She is the champ. She is Mrs. WrestleMania, and you, you don't mess with her. Nikki A says, I love the Fightful background, SRS. Well, thank you. We got another one as well. Hope you guys are, are liking the, the new looks we're given. Says, are you guys excited about the women's matches for Mania despite no interesting storyline? I love the podcast. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm, ex I'm very excited for Rhea and Charlotte. Uh, I wish they would play off the fact that Charlotte has beaten Rhea before at Mania and, and beaten her many times. But big match Charlotte is different than just SmackDown Charlotte. She has incredible matches. And Rhea is, you know, this is her moment. Bianca and Asuka, I already know that's going to be amazing. My expectations for that match, based on what I saw Bianca and Becky and Bianca and Sasha, is should be WWE Match of the Year contender. And then the six-woman tag, I'm very excited for that just because I like everybody involved. How about you, Denise? Well, I'm definitely looking forward to Charlotte and Rhea, mainly because, again, I'm just a fan of both of them and where they're at. And because, you know, like you said, this is Rhea's moment and we yeah. all know it. Um, and same thing with what I just said about Bianca and Asuka, mainly just that I'm waiting for the actual matchup. Cody says, but what do you think about Alex during ad reads? He's great. He's great. Not so magical. Mike says, kind of wish the Asuka-Bianca feud had a heel Either one of them could have properly filled that role, even post during Mania turn works for me. So usually heels in WWE play off of jealousy or insecurity and all that. Thus far, I don't see a reason for Bianca to be jealous of anybody or insecure about anybody. And if you've ever interviewed her or seen an interview with her, you know she ain't a natural asshole. She like Denise, I remember you saying that every question she answers is like the first time she's answered a question. It's and true. That is and you know, she's been asked all that shit 50 times, you know, that she has. Uh, so I, I think that they, they can channel some of the NXT stuff, but I think that eventually she'll be given a reason to play off of that. People want to like Oscar. So I think the just two very, very top dogs, going at each other should be enough to create that friction, the competition between them. KO's backstage. He does not want Cody's help. He doesn't want Sammy's help. He's sick of all that shit. He's sick of all of it, Denise. No means no. Thoughts? No means no. I was hoping that, sorry, it's because I'm expecting someone and I'm afraid that they're going to ring the doorbell any minute. Oh, man. <laughs> Okay, so um, what do you call it? What No means no with Kevin Owens basically coming out. And uh, earlier in that backstage promo, he was basically saying, like, I don't want anyone's help. I don't want anyone's help. And I kept thinking, oh, that means someone's clearly going to come out again and help him again, even though he said no to Cody helping him, no to Sami Zayn helping him, no to all these people. So um, 
that portion I liked and I was even kind of hoping that was I was hoping to make a joke about it because I was hoping that someone would come out so that could be like damn it Kevin Owens said no and no means no but I couldn't make my jokes I was like damn but anyways um should I get into the match now or wait until Yeah, we can go ahead and get into the match Kevin Owens just an unbelievable spot on those chairs that suplex was insane they make their way backstage the Usos attack lead to the the finish that we saw in this street fight i thought the match was fun i thought it was good that that spot on the chairs though i'll always be like jesus christ kevin owens is just always going to be that guy that does insane shit denise he is he is and this was really good i like the way that they well first of all kevin owens and solo sokoa have something in common and that is that they always bring intensity to what they do and i think that's part of the reason why you're seeing this big push for solo sokoa is that every time he goes out there he always like makes a pretty big impact man and you see that even like the closing of today's show where he's like just literally like yelling into the camera and uh he the dude looks like a beast okay so that was pretty good but the part that I primarily liked was pretty much the setup them having uh them working their way to the back and you're I wasn't expecting to see the Usos I wasn't expecting to see Kevin Owens get super kicked in the face that way the way that they did it so for me I loved that part where they went to the back and all of a sudden you just see him get super kicked in the face that was really good but I primarily liked him getting dragged out into the ring. I thought the way yes. that they did the dragging was actually my favorite part of the whole thing. Uh, and then, you know, him getting the win, it was good. It felt, it felt strong. Uh, I was a fan of this. This was probably what, this was a really good way, in my opinion, to end Raw because it got me excited not only about, you know, some of the bigger stories and everything involving the bloodline, but it got me excited about a person that is not yet an established star on the show, but is on, you know, on the rise. So they did a good job of getting me excited about Solo Sokoa with this ending. Yeah, they are. It is very clearly a concentrated effort to protect Solo Sokoa for something, and I don't think that Triple H protects talent just for no reason. I think he's probably got something in mind. I mean, in the previous regime, they accidentally had Alistair Black go on a one-year undefeated streak, and then when they realize that they're like, "Oh, well, he's going to lose to Seth next week," and we're not going to mention it. I don't see that happening here. I think there's probably a reason for all of this. Justin Smith says, have you heard anything about Naomi returning? No, she's doing Wally Mania and WrestleCon. I know WWE wanted her, but I don't know. Amish Electrician says, Asuka not spitting was a missed opportunity. Good play on words. That was good. Uh, Guys, I'll tell you one more time. Subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. In addition to big news like we had today with the Bray Wyatt stuff, Uh, where we're correcting reports to the Steve Austin stuff, which it's so wild, Denise. Last year, I reported Steve Austin was coming out of retirement, and the next day, nobody cared because of Cody Rhodes. Today, it's like, oh, hey, he's been pitched for more stuff. And it's like, yeah, but what about Bray? Unbelievable. But in addition to that, you get like 40 podcasts a month, pay-per-view reviews, previews, Q&A shows. Um, Also... Uh, gosh, we got Grapsity shows over there as well. Uh, Japanese wrestling podcasts, indie wrestling podcasts over there. Uh, early interview access, early notes from our interviews. 
Uh, we have averaged over two exclusive news posts per day since Fightful Select started. It's more like 100 a month now. So just $5, you get that stuff direct, and you can always ask us questions about the stories there as well. We got a wealth of interviews this week. But I know Denise has got a lot going on as well. It's a busy time of year, Denise. What do you got? It is. Tons of stuff. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. You can see all of my interviews, all of my content up there. Uh, YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. We don't do a lot of 90-minute raw reviews anymore, but uh, lots of news today. Guys, thank you all so much. We're here every weeknight. Till next time, we're out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.